1: They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Uh, Hi, I'm Mats Villander, and you are listening to the Tennis Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast. No Catherine Whitaker this week, just me, David Law. Catherine is currently in Delray Beach, Florida, with the ATP Champions Tour event which has just been won by Carlos Moyer over the world's youngest 54-year-old John McEnroe. From what I understand, it's been a great week out there, and Catherine will be back next week to tell us all about it. This week, in any case, there really is only one subject we want to talk about, and one person we want to talk to. The subject is the Rally Against Cancer Doubles exhibition, featuring Andy Murray and Tim Henman, which was announced last week. The person is British Davis Cup player Ross Hutchins, who's joined forces with the Lawn Tennis Association to organise the doubles match on finals day at the Aegon Championships at Queen's Club on the 16th of June. All of this will raise money for the Royal Marsden Cancer Charity, which supports the Royal Marsden Hospital where Ross is being treated for Hodgkin's lymphoma. I met with Ross a week ago to talk about plans for the rally against cancer, but started, of course, by asking him how he's doing.
2: Thanks, David. Yeah, it's good to be here. I'm feeling good, Um, feeling still positive, Um, dealing with sort of what happened over the last few months uh, pretty well, I think. I'm trying to stay on the right path um, in terms of diet and attitude and and um, sleep and uh, just everything trying to go towards feeling good each day and trying to do as best I can to fight this cancer. Um, you know, it's been a tough time, but I've been positive the last few weeks and, and I'm feeling just as good and, and almost um, not warming to it, but uh, just accepting what's happened uh, kind of each day that comes.
1: everything i've read uh, about what you've spoken about so far you almost appear to be treating it like one of the sort of challenges that you would come across during your career and even the way you're talking now
2: yeah i have yeah absolutely i I think you know in many parts of life in 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 the business world in the the tennis world in the sporting world you you come across a lot of challenges as you do in in all in all types of life um and this is just another challenge that i've sort of had to deal with and it's the cards you've been dealt and, and it did come as a big surprise back in, in December, um, it was a long time coming with these back pains that that I had previously, um, to finally know what the back pain was and, and, it, and it was the cancer of the bone in the back and it came from the lymphoma in the chest. Um, and, and then once sort of I came to terms with it, and y- you end up learning so much about something you, I would have no idea about, and, and it all happens pretty fast. You, you know, I didn't even know what lymphoma was. I knew that it was in terms of how drastic a, a cancer it was, what stages were, the grades of it, um, whether it spreads or not, whether it can spread into the into the different organs in the body. I didn't know that. Um, so you learn all that in the space of you know an hour. You just read through the internet just. Um, you know, crazily reading just constantly, um, but no, I'm, I'm dealing with it, as, with it as if it's you know something that's come along and that you have to get through to, to get your life back to, to where I want to be, which is you know healthy, um, feeling good on the tennis court, winning matches, um, trying to do well for myself and for the country.
1: And that that is your, I suppose, the 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 goal, isn't it? To to get out there as quickly as you can. I mean, I was reading about Alyssa Klebanova who who had basically the same condition and she was on a tennis court again in ten months.
2: She did and she did amazingly well. You know, I can imagine what, what she had to go through in terms of it must have been a shock to her. Um and, and it is a difficult situation. Anyone who comes across any medical problems has to deal with it quickly because you have to come to terms with it because, you know, for a time there you're having blood tests every day and, and meeting new consultants doctors oncologists um, scans I mean so many scans chest scans lung scans more scans you can imagine you're getting bad news continually and then the good news you're actually really sort of waiting for it. when it comes it feels great it does um, so you know she did fantastically or well, she was back in 10 months for me it might be a little bit longer than that because I think my chemotherapy is slightly longer but it's all the same. I mean, we all have to go through it. Um, I just think that the side effects are different for each person and that's more down to luck, I think. You know, I could... I'm in decent physical shape as as a sportsman and I think that may help Uh, and being young also um, that might help deal with sort of the sickness side of things but everyone has to deal with different side effects Um, but yeah you know it's like as I've said before it's like losing matches it's like dealing with results you just have to put the bad news behind you and sort of continue down this path of, of getting to where you want to be in the end.
1: Have they given you an idea of how much treatment you're likely to have to have for how long?
2: Yeah, so I'm having six months, this is the plan, six months of chemotherapy. I've had almost two months. Um, it's 12 sessions of chemotherapy where you have to go in every two weeks and have a drip through your arm and have, have four drugs pumped through you, um, which which will attack the cancer, and you're just hoping that it attacks it um positively and with good results you know you never really know what's going on inside you until you have the the scan results which i will have in 2 weeks time after the fourth set after the fourth chemo session um so that's a big day for for myself and for everyone close to me and you know to see if if when the scans come up, whether the cancer has reduced, and that's something that I look forward to. Um, sort of, I'll be pretty nervous, I reckon, when, once the results come out. But it's it's almost like getting a big tournament draw coming out. You know, you're waiting, you're scrolling down, you're seeing who you're going to play, and then finally the the emotions will come out. It's 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 bigger than that, but it, it's similar. You're just waiting for for things um, to to sort of happen in in stages. Um, so no, I, I'll be I'll be there, and then there's three months. You know after the six months, if you 're in remission, which means you you're you're clear of it, you need three months to make sure that they know it's not come back without the chemo drugs and so that'll be nine months and then you can start building up again i'm not sure how physically fit or strong i'll be um i'm sure a lot of the old pains will come back, but that that I just want to be at that situation, and i'll do everything I can to be there
1: it's quite a place that you're getting treated isn't it And we we' we're about to uh uh, as we s- sit here now, we're, we're building up to, to an announcement about the Aegon Championship staging a charity match that you're heavily involved in to raise money for for the Royal Marsden Cancer Charity in the hospital there. Mm. I mean, explain a little bit about what inspired you t- to want to do that.
2: Well, immediately, as soon as I was involved with the Royal Marsden, they were brilliant. You know, I couldn't have asked for anything better. The amount of you know, staff and doctors patients nurses just people that work in the building is is phenomenal and the amount of cancer patients that have conditions like mine or leukemia or different type of cancers that walk in the door that day every day I only see it on Thursdays is. Astronomical. I mean, it's so many, and you can't, be- can't believe—you know—you're not there on your own. There's so many people who are in the same boat as you. Um, so they've been absolutely fantastic, and I just want to do something to almost show my gratitude, to say thank you, to be like—you know—we're in this together, and I want you to do something with me together. And and it's something that would would inspire me to to do an event like this. And I went to Chris Camode, the um, fantastic tournament director of. of the, Qu- the Egon championships and you know he was very welcoming and we discussed and put our, our brainstorm together and we come up with this event and this idea to put on a charity event where we'll have top players playing a, a big match immediately after the singles final um, there'll be very high quality names, uh, well known, I think the public will like it. And then after that, we're going to have sort of an all-star celebrity event where people will come on and, and rotate. And uh, there'll be some, some very good names in that as well. So uh, a lot to be revealed in, in the coming weeks. But um, it's very exciting and and something I hope that the crowd and the fans will love.
1: The two big names that we know at this stage are... Tim Henman, who was British number one for so many years, and I'm sure somebody you looked up to, and and of course your good mate Andy Murray, and uh, and I mean I don't think he needed much persuading.
2: No, Andy didn't. You know he is my closest friend. Um, We've trained together for for so many years. We've known each other for the last 15 years, and and I mentioned it, and as soon as I mentioned it, within two seconds he was I'm in was his, his answer. You know count me in. I'd love to do it. I'd love to do it for you for the charity. I know how much how well. The hospitals treated you, and and Tim was the same. You know, Chris called Tim. I know Tim very well. He was a massive idol for me. You know, one of my heroes. The guy was incredible. He, he's achieved so much, and uh, and still is when I watch him on the Champions Tour. But uh, you know, he's fantastic. And and Tim was the same. You know, he texted me the day saying, you know, he's already in the gym, jokingly saying he's training for it. So you know, it's brilliant. Um, I'm just so sort of proud that we can get those people and and have them. Um, playing on the same courts on that on that amazing Queen's Court um, will be an event and something to remember and very special as my first sort of project that I'm trying to arrange alongside yourself and and Chris Commode and all the people at the Aegon Championship.
1: You are somebody who I've shared a commentary box with, and we've we've you know I, your passion for the sport comes through when you're on air, and and you're a very keen analyst of the sport. You're somebody who seems to really take it all in and want to watch every last mm. detail. The last couple of months, have you have you been following tennis very closely still?
2: Yes, I have. Yeah, it's uh, it's a big passion of mine. I love the sport. I was brought up with it, obviously, with my father. Um, I love the game in terms of working out point structures, different game styles, um, different technique, different tactics, how different people think. I, I just the mindset. Fascinates me, and uh, you know, people talk. Let's take Andy for example. People like talk about him about how he used to be maybe miserable, and now he's not. But he's still the same competitive, fierce person that wants to win every point. Um, And you have the different mindsets of how people change over the years, and that's what interests me as well. When maybe the Federer was more of an angrier person when he was younger, and now he's this incredible person, just class act to watch. Um, And people change, you know, and they 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 grow up, they mature, and I think I have as well in my in my mindset and. And over the past months, I have watched a lot. I watched a lot of the Australian Open. Um, Yeah, that's a great tournament in the sunshine. Start the year Um, when I was almost going through the toughest times of of being diagnosed with this cancer. You got the tennis on TV, and then and then. Over the coming weeks, I've been very close with uh, Colin Fleming about sort of what's happening at the 250s and 500s. He was in Rotterdam last week. Um, he came in for dinner a few nights last week. And, you know, we were just talking about tennis. And it's tough. Whenever you meet up with people, you, you start, start talking about maybe what you've been up to, how's your family, and then within 30 seconds, it's onto tennis, and the rest of the dinner's tennis, <laughs> which you can't really get away from. But. Um and you know, i've been following it a lot and and then looking forward to the indian World's miami tournaments which you know they're brilliant tournaments you have great results awesome upsets in those tournaments because indian World's is quite a tough place to play and uh it's going to be exciting to watch those ones but uh, the the live score on the phone doesn't ever stop getting refreshed
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned colin there i mean the last time i saw you i think you were with colin mm. at the o2 mm. as an alternate team for for the top 8 in the world mm. and i know colin is is now Playing some tournaments with with Johnny Mary, but he's made it pretty clear that that he'll be there when when you're ready to come back.
2: You know, yeah, you know, Cole's a, a very good friend of mine. We, we've got very close. We spend um, probably forty weeks a year together in in each other's pockets, so we have to be close. But uh, he's a great guy. You know, he he was the first thing he said to me after I called him up when he was in Australia, and uh, actually he was in Doha because I was supposed to be there, and he was waiting for me. And I just before the flight, I gave him the call and gave him the news, and he was. You know, so understanding, um, very supportive. He's, you know, one of the first things he says was, you know, I might play with other partners while you're away, but don't worry. As soon as you're back on the court, I'll do whatever it takes. We're back together and we're getting to the top. And, uh, you know, and onwards from where we were, sort of where we ended up last year in in 2012. So, you know, he's been brilliant. And and Colin, he's had some tough times because I've obviously had this tough experience Sickness, should I call it? And then Johnny Mary, who we started to play with, then popped his calf last week. Um, so that's another person. People keep just still keep on pulling out with him Um, so I don't know if it's Colin working too hard or or us uh, just bailing on him but it's something seems to be a recurring factor Uh, but Colin's great and he's going to do well whoever he plays with he's already won a tournament this year with Bruno Suarez in Auckland Um, so you know he's just a great guy great fan very good player and shows how classy he is that he can play with different players and, and do well with all of them.
1: You, you mentioned that Colin's reaction was immediate and, 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 and supportive. It was interesting. I was out in Australia and whoever we spoke to, people were talking about you and, and, and you know, interested to, to know how you were getting along. And I imagine you've had quite a lot of messages of
2: support. Yeah, it's been amazing. You know, the, the amount of support I've had, I would never have imagined. I talked earlier in the, I don't know if I can call this a campaign, but in this... Um, process of of the when i was diagnosed and, and up till now of thinking who is everyone writing to who are they talking to who is this person that they're wishing all their best to and constantly getting floods of messages and emails and twitter and and, and things like that so you know it um, it's tough to realize that it's yourself um because i'm trying to deal with it as if it's not there i'm, I'm putting it to the back of my mind and getting on with life and and it's just the Thursdays I'm really going into the hospital and I'm trying not to go in that many other times and things like that. So there has been so much support from other players, from the fans, from other other people who are just interested in my story. Um, and it's great to find out about people who have had this illness. That's been really nice to to hear about people recovering. I've had people for 60 years I've been in remission and the drugs weren't very good back then, they tell me. and you know, Or, or I'm in remission now, or I'm going through it with you, are you in on Thursday? And people I don't know, you know, and and it's just situations like that which you don't expect and you have to, you know, warm to them and, and I do warm to them and, and welcome the, these people that, that almost are, are strangers, but they just have heard of, of my story and and uh, they've got a very more interesting story than me, than I do um, and we discuss it and, and things like that. So the support's been great and I thank everyone from, you know, the bottom of my heart that they, they can reach out to me and it's just... Uh, It's just something that that will pull me through and and I believe that will get me there back on court even sooner.
1: Well, that's something we all very much look forward to. Thanks for joining us, Ross, and we look forward to seeing you on court again very soon. Thanks, David. Fundraising for the Rally Against Cancer has already started. There's a Just Giving page that you can access right now to make a donation to the Royal Marsden Cancer Charity, which supports the hospital that's treating Ross. The address is www.justgiving.com forward slash... Rally Against Cancer 2013. That's www.justgiving.com forward slash rally against cancer 2013. You can also send in a text donation which will be added to your monthly bill. Just text RALL60 and then the amount you want to donate to 70070. Further money will be raised from the tickets, with an extra £10 being charged which will go directly to the charity, and the LTA has also pledged to donate £10 for every ace served throughout the entirety of the 2013 Aegon Championships. On the subject of tickets, I'm sure many of you are wondering how you might be able to get one given the All-Star doubles match AND the Finals Day Men's Singles final at the Aegon Championships at Queen's. Well, there is a ticket ballot system for the Aegon Championships and it will reveal those lucky enough to have got a ticket later this week. But every year, some centre court tickets aren't taken up. Some people's circumstances change. Those tickets will go back into the pot and on general sale on the 17th of April. So do stick that date in your diary. Check the Aegon Championships website on April 17th and you might still be able to get one for finals day to include that Rally Against Cancer exhibition doubles match featuring Andy Murray and Tim Henman. Well, that's it for this edition of the Tennis Podcast, and I'm sure you'd like to join us in wishing Ross Hutchins a very speedy recovery, and we hope everybody gets behind the Rally Against Cancer.